It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. I have known Deepak Chopra for over 20 years. And he is actually one of the busiest spiritual teachers in the world, so I'm thrilled that he could find the time to be here for us today. He's going to tell us how belief creates our reality. Deepak Chopra. Thank you. Thank you. So where's Oprah? Okay, so I'm going to do the session with you on how belief creates our reality. And I'd like to first define what a belief is. A belief is a thought that is true for you. Simple. A thought that you hold to be true. How do we acquire beliefs? We acquire beliefs through the interpretation of past experiences. So every experience you have, doesn't matter what the experience is, having chocolate ice cream or a cup of coffee or meeting as someone who you're attracted to or repelled by, all of those, all of those interpretations ultimately end up becoming your beliefs. So let me show you how that actually creates our reality. And I'm not speaking metaphorically, I'm speaking very literally. What we see, what we perceive, what we hear, what we think, what we imagine, what we understand, what inspires us, all of that comes from belief. And then these beliefs project as our world. We actually create the world that comes from these inner beliefs. In turn, the world feedbacks on us. The world feeds back on us and it reinforces what we already believe in. 
So we see what we become, and the world becomes who we are. When I was in medical school, there was an experiment done by two Nobel laureate biologists. And uh, in this experiment, they took some kittens, and they brought them up in a room that had only horizontal stripes. So all the visual stimuli in the room, they were horizontal. They took some other kittens, and they brought them up in a room that had vertical stripes. So everything that they saw was vertical. And when these kittens grew up to be cats, wise old cats, one group of cats could see only a horizontal world. The other group of cats could see only a vertical world. So one group of cats could not see furniture legs. And the other group of cats could see furniture legs, but they couldn't see anything that went like this. What had happened was that their interpretation of their experience when they were little, that actually shaped the connections between neurons to now reinforce the interpretation. Is this making sense to you? So when we were very small, uh, usually between the ages of one and three, things are interpreted for us. You might be told you're not good looking or you're not going to be successful or you're too weak or you're a sissy. A lot of this conversation around us, it starts to build up a separate self. And this is called the conditioned mind. The conditioned mind is literally a result of the hypnosis of social conditioning, everything that's happening around us. And once you build your separate mind, which is not how you were born, you know, have you ever seen a baby? Totally a bundle of joy, except when it's uh, wet or hungry, okay? But a baby is a bundle of joy, spontaneously bursting with bliss for no reason whatsoever. And that baby, has, as it grows up, has curiosity and wonder and love and is both the receiver and giver of love, is constantly seeking to understand itself and the world. But as soon as the conditioning starts and you build a separate self, then that separate self, of course, feeling disconnected from all that is, it starts to live in fear. It starts to have performance anxiety. It starts to feel peer pressure. It starts to feel, as it grows up, time pressure. And with that anxiety comes remembered pain, and with that remembered pain comes a feeling of hostility frequently, or self-blame, or guilt, or shame, or depression, and that starts to then actually reinforced through neural networks, through the anatomy of the brain, it starts to create a world that projects that separate self. But that's not who you are. That's your conditioned mind. And that's, unfortunately, 
influenced by many things, not just by what we were told, but frequently by culture, by race, by history, by economic conditions. There's a lot goes on. So you say, if my beliefs are going to imprison me in this prison where I can't even see the walls, where I can't even see the walls because I, they're invisible walls, then how do we change this belief that is imprisoning me to actually take me to my true self where I really understand that I am connected right this moment. I am connected right this moment to the source field of the universe. To the source field of the universe. That some people call God, some people call spirit, that your soul, your inner being, which is beyond the conditioning, is connected to the source of all that exists, is inseparable in every moment of time. How do you shift your identity from your conditioned self, which is separate and living in fear, to your pure self, which is a field of infinite potential, infinite love, infinite compassion, infinite joy. It's a field of possibilities, a field where you are inseparable from all that exists, a field where there is an ongoing evolution of creativity to higher levels of understanding and intuition and inspiration and choice-making and creativity and exploration where you realize the power of your intent which comes from this core consciousness with spiritual traditions called the soul. Macy's Mother's Day gift guide has the perfect gift to make mom feel special. Shop by price, like 25 and under to 100 and under. Category, like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and for grandma. Get top gifts like Dolce & Gabbana Devotion, Eau de Parfum, Coach Floral Printed Leather Cassie Crossbody Bag, and Le Creuset Shallot Dutch Oven. Shop at Macy's.com slash You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. So I'm sure if you attended any of the previous sessions that, uh, especially on the last tour that Oprah did, one of the themes was, uh, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You're not a human being having a spiritual experience. So what is the spirit? What is the spirit in which we are having experiences? Where is the spirit where we are having experiences? Because once you understand the true nature of being, which is your spiritual true self, then you will recognize that everything else that happens is a pattern of sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts 
that are arising from the presence of your being. So right now you're listening to me. Who is listening? Who or what is listening? You're looking at this room and these beautiful flowers and this screen and this amazing atmosphere here. Who or what is having that experience? Your body is actually an activity in you. Your body is an activity in you. Your body is a bundle of sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts that hap is happening to you at this moment. You are not in your body. Your body is in you. Similarly, your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, they're an activity that are happening in you right now. So just like the body is in you, so is the mind in you. So is the mind in you. But if you go a little deeper into this, you'll understand that the whole universe is in you. The whole universe exists in you. You are not in the world. The world is in you. You are not in your body. Your body is in you. You're not in your mind. Your mind is in you. The body, the mind, and the world, they happen to you as you go within and you interact with your own self to create the experience of mind, body, and universe. It seems abstract, but I'm going to share with you just now a few things that you can do to actually understand this. As we go, and this is one of the reasons why the 21-day experiences with Oprah have been so successful, is that we are not trying to change your mind. Nobody can change their mind by trying to change their mind. Okay? <laughs> Nobody can get rid of a thought by using a thought. In fact, the very idea of getting rid of a thought by using a thought is what they call an oxymoron. It's not possible. You can never change anything by trying to change it. You can only go to a deeper level with that which you experienced before becomes irrelevant. So let's go into this a little deeper, okay? As you go beyond your mind through meditation, through self-reflection, through self-awareness, through what is called transcendence, uh, Janet Mock used a beautiful expression. She said, that part of you which is transcendent, which knows the truth. Okay, what does transcendence mean? Transcendence means going beyond. Going beyond what? Going beyond the mind. Going beyond this world that we experience as the world of space-time and causality. Going to that part of our being which is beyond the mind which is beyond the body, which is beyond the world that we experience through our senses as this world of space-time where cause and effect have direct relationships, where there's good and bad, where there's uh, creativity and inertia, where there is pain and suffering, and all of that. You know, if you look at the great spiritual traditions, it doesn't matter which spiritual tradition, Christianity, the Sufis of Islam, the Buddhists, if you look at the 
common things that people have as the religious experience, or if you don't like the word religion, you can say uh, the experience that we call spiritual. If you look at these traditions, there are three things that stand out in all the traditions. The first is the experience of transcendence. We're going to have that before I finish. Okay? The second is the emergence of uh, Platonic values. And they're called Platonic, named after the great philosopher Plato, who said that at the deepest core of our being, we are the full embodiment of love, compassion, joy, equanimity or peace, truth, goodness, beauty, harmony, evolution, because we are the creative impulse and the evolutionary impulse of the source field, the spirit, God, divine being, that there's a divine spark inside you, which is like a wave on the ocean of infinite consciousness. So these are called platonic truths, the ones I mentioned. Truth, goodness, beauty, harmony, love, compassion, joy, equanimity. And then, so that's the second component of the religious experience. And then there's a third component, and it's the loss of the fear of death. Why? Because death is not an occurrence in the transcendent. Death is not an occurrence in that which is not in space and time. Only that which is born can die. And so what is born in every moment of time? Thoughts. Right? A thought arises. Where does it come from? Have you ever thought about that? Okay. Where does a thought come from? Where does it go after you've had it? Okay. But we do know that thoughts are born, they're experienced, and then they disappear, they die. Do you die when a thought dies? Right? Does your being die when that particular experience dies? You know the answer, right? Thought is in time, but your being is not in time. Similarly, when we have emotions, you feel a certain emotion. You feel intense love, or you feel intense resentment or grievances, or some other emotion. But you know that emotions arise, they're experienced, and they subside. So emotions are in time. But your being is present before the emotion arises. Your being is present when the emotion is there, and your being is present when the emotion is gone. So is being in time? If being was there, in the midst of experience, before the experience, after the experience, then being is not in time. The experience is in time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. 
Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Now look at your body, your own body. The body that you are experiencing right now, this is not the body you had 10 years ago. Okay? <laughs> it's not the body you had as a teenager. It's not the body you had as a baby. It's not the body that you'll have tomorrow or 10 years from now. Just like your thoughts and emotions and your feelings and the images and the ideas in your consciousness, they arise and subside, so do what we call the molecules of our body. In every moment, through just Ordinary activity, eating, breathing, digesting, metabolism, elimination, experiencing the world through our five senses, and thinking, the molecules of our body are arising and subsiding in where? In our inner being. So just like your mind and emotions are an experience in your being, so is your body. And now we can go and look outside. Uh, after we finish this evening, everything you're experiencing here will be gone. Where is yesterday? Okay. Where is this morning? It's gone. It was a continuum of the same thing, sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts that arose, that were experienced, and they are gone. But your being has always been there. So I've taken all this time to come to only one conclusion. All experience, whether it's the mind or the body or the universe, is an arising and a subsiding in our being. But the being is present before the experience, in the midst of the experience, and when the experience is gone. If you shift your awareness to your being, it will be your ticket to freedom. Amen. You know, the great uh, Sufi poet, Rumi, he said, um, why do you stay in prison when the door is wide open? So let me ask you now, let's see if we can have this experience right this moment, okay? So let me ask you something. Are you aware right now? Are you aware? Yes. Now shift your awareness to the you who is aware. 
And what you feel right now is presence. Do you feel it? That's you. This presence has no dimensionality. It has no race, it has no gender. But it's the only real part about you. It's the only real part about you. Let me ask you another question. What are you aware of? You're aware of yourself, yes. You're aware of your timeless being. This timeless being is not in time. It's infinite possibilities. It's the field of synchronicity, grace, meaningful coincidences. It's connected to all that exists. It is infinite love. So let me go back to it. What are you aware of? And she said, I'm aware of being aware. Let me ask you, does this part of you need anything right now? Does this part of you feel connected? Does this part of you feel love, joy, compassion? And now we can go to a third component of the same exercise. Who is aware of being aware? See, I'm, I'm just doing the same thing with different words. But those of you, there are lots of you who say, I don't have any time to meditate. And as Oprah and I have said before, if you don't have time to meditate once a day, you should probably do it twice a day because you're the ones who need it. But let's let that go for a moment. What I'd like you to do once you go from here, just once in a while, especially when you're stressed. But if you're not stressed, do it again anyway. Okay, stop and ask yourself, Am I aware? That's it. It'll bring you to the moment. It'll bring you to presence. It'll bring you to who you really are, and you'll see in that presence that everything else is, oh, it's just arising and subsiding. You can enjoy it, not enjoy it, but you don't need to be bound by it. You can enjoy it to the fullest, you cannot enjoy it to the fullest, but your being doesn't have to be bound by it. It doesn't have to be imprisoned by it. So ask yourself, am I aware? And then ask yourself, what am I aware of? And look around, or feel your body, or just see what's happening in your mind, but don't try to describe it. Because as soon as you describe it, then it won't be awareness, it'll be a description. It won't be the reality, it'll be a map. And then the third thing you can do is the same question, who or what is having this experience? And then turn into the presence. The more you make this presence 
your fundamental reality. The more you experience this presence as your fundamental reality, then those words will ring true for you. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. The experience is in time, but I am not in time. The great wisdom traditions say, this part of you, fire cannot burn, water cannot wet, wind cannot dry, weapons cannot shatter, because it's ancient, it's unborn, and it knows no death. Make this the center of your experience and let all experience unfold spontaneously in the field of infinite possibilities. And this will be living in grace. Thank you very much. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.